This episode is brought to you by Jimmy. Some up in your clash of clans told today. Welcome to Clash Tours. I'm your host, C-Note, a.k.a. The Podfather. We are in exciting times right now. We are on the cusp of the release of Town Hall 16. Now, I can't say that we've all been clamoring for this or waiting in anticipation because it is technically coming out earlier than we anticipated, but it's still exciting times nonetheless. And there is a lot to cover. There is a lot of content coming out for this update. So I had to bring in my expert panelists to help me decipher and go over all these neat and cool things that we're going to be getting. Now, before I get to my panelists, uh, no show would be complete without the ceremonial opening of the Pepsi. Refreshing as always. Now, let me get to my panelists. I have brought in, first and foremost, Kat from Redthorn. She is the leader of Red Thorn, and she is also a co-host of the podcast Pineapples and Thorns. Kat, how are you this evening? I am excellent. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. And my second panelist needs no introduction. He is also hails from Red Thorn and Shimmy Jig. Very near and dear friend of mine, Ace. Ace, how are you tonight? Doing great. Excellent. You guys ready to go over some Town Hall 16 stuff? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, well, I can I can feel the excitement from you guys. <laughs> um, before we jump into some Town Hall 16 stuff, I thought we'd, being is that we just finished CWL, go over that um, just a little bit, uh, not spend too much time on it, but I uh, wanted to see how you guys did and, and where you were for CWL. I know that both of you have multiple accounts as well as I do, so you were kind of scattered in and out. I know I had the pleasure of doing CWL with both of you, maybe in different clans. I wanted to see how all in all, all, you know, all week went for you guys. So Kat, we'll start with you. So how did CWL go for you overall? For me personally, it went okay. <laughs> Usual, you know, two stars, wind wars, everything. Um, my main, I was playing in TGF Rising this month, and my other 15, Kitty Cat, was in Phoenix Reloaded. And then I also had an account in, where was it? It was in um, Shiny Gemeralds. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a moment because I have too many accounts. And then uh, <laughs> I, I was, you know, wasn't on a Pekka with you. Yes. And and you did have a, a like a Town Hall 9 mooching in uh, Shibby Jig, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of answers my next question of how many accounts you had in for sure and where they were. <laughs> Do you remember the results of how you did in, in the plans you were in? Yeah, uh, TGF Rising stayed in Masters 2. Phoenix Reloaded, I believe we're sitting nicely in Masters 1. We're getting pretty close to being able to promote up to champs. Uh, we've got a lot of new members of the clan and some newer accounts that went up, just have just gone up to 15. So, you know, we did really, really well considering that. We have such a, a mix there. And then, of course, Shiny and the other clan, Pekka, stayed in their respective nice little lower levels, which is good. I, I never realized how much fun gold gold league is. 
<laughs> was over there with my new 11. It was like, oh, this is awesome. I get to beat up on town all night. <laughs> well, we had to kind of take a beating to get to the gold, right? Like last yeah. month, we did the same thing and we, we took a beating with the understanding that we would be in this position to actually be able to play and compete in the gold league. Yeah. All right. Over to you, good sir. Ace, how many accounts did you have in? Where were they? And what were the results of your CWL experience this week? Well, my 15 was in uh, Redthorn. We uh, had a rough, rough week. We ended up demoting champs. We go back to champs three. I mean, everybody gave it a good shot this week. There were some really good attacks, really good bases we were going against. Wasn't much we could do about it. But all in all, we, we learned from it. We'll, uh, we'll definitely come back next month. No big deal. Then my 14 was in Shimmy Jig. We did really good. The... Outcome of that one, I think we promoted. We did. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, killed it. Killed it, Ace. Come on. Killed it. <laughs> well, excuse me. I said it was a fourteen. It's a new fifteen. It just went fifteen right before CWL. I had some really. I had some three stars against fifteens. I was very happy with it. So you did. Yeah. No, I was happy all, too. All in all, I had a I had a decent week. I mean, I didn't get any triples in uh, Red Thorn, but I didn't one star either. So I was uh, I was very happy with that. Well, as Cat said, two stars win wars, right? It's well, not all the time, but yeah. <laughs> well, it keeps you in the war. How about that? Yeah, I, I'll, I will agree with that one. Well, I mean, I'm sure we're all, you know, sometimes CWL, as we, the three of us, talk about consistently, is, is kind of a hassle, you know, especially if you're dealing with multiple accounts. But I think we're all thankful right now because we are on the cusp of 16 coming out to get those raid medals, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. With that. Yeah, for sure. The word around the water cooler, and, and I don't want to quote anything, but the word on the water cooler is this guy's C-note goes to clans and he's good luck at winning. So you may be able to convince him to come to Redthorn next next month. And he might be the good luck charm you guys need to promote. Oh. I don't know what it's going to take to get him there, but, you know, it might be worth it because I, I think he's pretty hot right now. I think he was on like a five war win streak in visiting clans. So you, you might want to consider that. We'll, right. we'll put in an order for a case of Coke. What? That is repellent. That is repellent. (laughs) Okay, well, on that note, let's go on to Town Hall 16. Uh, 16 is going to be crazy big. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not looking forward to that huge maintenance break we're probably going to get first thing in the morning. It's probably going to be hours because we have so much content coming out. I am Mm -hmm. excited for that. However, when I get up in the morning, first thing I do out of habit is turn on Clash of Clans. And if I get if I can't get on Clash of Clans, then my Pepsi just doesn't taste right. What the hell, Bobby? I mean, I don't know how how you guys are with, you know, your coffee. If if it just doesn't taste right, if you can't look at Clash of Clans. Well, you know, if it doesn't load until later in the afternoon, I'll be quite okay with that because I'll be in the office and unable to access my Clash of Clans until Later in the day, so probably going to kill me. Give me your work number, and I'll call in sick for you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I, I that. Will pretend I will be your verbal doctor's note. How about that? <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so I am going to dive right in, and we're going to go well, in no particular order, but there has to be some kind of order, or we'll be talking about every little thing. I'm going to start with defenses. Okay, so they've given us kind of an idea of what defenses are going to be upgraded. So, so far we have the bomb tower, the mortar, the air defense, the crossbow, and the wizard tower. And there is another 
kind of defense that is affected, but we'll get to that a little later. And I don't know if you consider these to be a defense. I guess they would be considered that more more so just a nuisance. But walls are also getting another level. Oh, no. I know. It's, <laughs> and I, I hear tell that they're 9 million per wall space. Not, you know, obviously discounting the uh, gold pass or whatever, you know discounts we have going so what cat what did you think about and i know you are a seasoned veteran you've gone through a ton of updates so far 16 to be exact right Mm -hmm. is this normal for you is this like the normal routine where you know are are these defenses that you're seeing kind of just the norm for a new town hall level pretty much i mean they don't always give us everything when they release a new town hall you know they'll sort of portion out okay we want to give them half of the defenses perhaps and a certain number of walls and let let them upgrade that and see what it does to the to the game like how out of balance it gets and then they'll they'll make adjustments and then later on in the year they'll give us the rest of whatever defenses are are coming for the town hall so yeah it's it's pretty much part for the course yeah and, and we'll get into troops in a little bit but i can already see like some of what they're doing especially like with the air defense because the air meta has been so popular throughout mm-hmm. town hall 15 and even 14 for that matter so it's really been viable for the past two years and i know if i had to put a percentage on it i would say about what 65 70 percent of people are using air right now I know Ace, Ace, you're using air. Were you kind of surprised or disappointed to see that air defense kind of thrown in there and the expos? Because uh, those obviously affect, I mean, walls, you know, with an air attack don't matter. But obviously the air defenses and the crossbows do. Uh, were you at all disappointed or, or how, are you, how are you feeling about seeing this list of defenses that are going to get upgraded? Well, I mean, with every upgrade with defense, you got to do something with offense. So right now we're just going to, I hope to let it drop and just see where it goes from there. And if the defense is too overpowering, then maybe, you know, they can fix it. But Town Hall 15 has proven to be one of those deals with the monolith and the raised towers and, you know, the poisons and all this stuff. And it really affects air. And they tried to fix it, but never did. I mean, you really have to work hard to get a three-star with air, but I don't know. I'm hoping for the best. I'm I'm hoping that they'll offset what they're doing with defense with something good on offense. Did you kind of breathe a sigh of relief when you didn't see the eagle, the scatter shots, or uh, <laughs> the infernos? You know, none or the monolith for that matter. They don't obviously get an upgrade, and uh, actually they are affected. We'll get to that later in the show. But for all intents and purposes, they did not get an upgrade this round. Where you kind of like. Whew, okay, you know, my attack is safe for the moment. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, the, the main thing is I didn't see anything with the monolith. That's the main thing. <laughs> Everything else doesn't bother me. Expos, you know, Infernos, none of that stuff really bothers me too bad. But the monolith just, I have nightmares. I wake up in the morning in cold sweat just thinking about that thing, <laughs> just dreaming about it. Yeah, I know. You call me at like four in the morning. I had a dream <laughs> about a monolith again, dude. I got to talk <laughs> yeah. you off the ledge. Talk me down, man. Talk me down. <laughs> so, Kat, I know you kind of mix and dabble in both air and ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Do any of these defenses kind of affect how you're going to proceed? Are you going to proceed with caution, like, mm, I don't know? Or are you going to say, well, this, you know, the air defense is going to be kind of upgraded. Should I go back to ground? I mean, what are your thoughts on these defenses? I'm not really sure yet because right now I'm really struggling with, with air. So I, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between air and ground, trying to figure out what's working. Because one day, you know, I'll get all ring bases. And I'm 
always struggle with those. If your Sarge dies, it's really hard to recover to, to get the town hall in the middle with the rest of your attack. And uh, so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that uh, that I'll That's find fair. something that'll work. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> I think I was quoted as saying that on my last episode too. I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's jump over to troops. Okay, and mm-hmm. I know Ace is going to be super happy with this. Okay, so the troops that get an upgrade are as follows: balloons, barbs, archers, wall breakers, giants, pekkas, healers, dragons, miners, wizards, e dragons, dragon riders. The Valk, the Witch, and the Gollum. Now, Ace, I'll start with you because this pretty much covered your entire attack right now because I know you use Hydra. <laughs> and it's got archers in it, and I know you use Sarch as, you know, with your uh, opening blimp. Does this make you happy? Does this make you excited for Town Hall 16? Man, I'm just, I'm ecstatic. I'm I, I'm just glad that Wallbreaker's got an upgrade. Uh, what? I mean, honestly. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy. Uh, anything that helps the the dragon riders are the best troop they've ever brought into this game and i'll give you 10 minutes to change my mind but you're not going to but i'm being honest that is the best troop ever brought in and that with a royal champions with diggy but what you talking (laughs) it sounds like from this list that i'm going to be calling you now at four in the morning going I can't get my ground attack to work. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and you'll be like, I don't know, dude. Maybe switch to air. Yeah, maybe <laughs> switch to air. That's all you got to do. <laughs> so, Kat, what is your feeling here? So we have a mixture, okay? And you and I have been quoted as saying, and we have made it no secret, that we love the witch. And the witch is oh, getting witches. a buff. Yeah, which is said, right? Yes. Witches. Right? What more yes. can you say? I'm, I'm you know, excited. It, I, I want to try the super witch attack and see what happens. And I know, I believe it was Itsu that was talking about the, the super drag saying that they're going to be really, really strong. And e-drags. Uh, a number of the content creators have been talking about how, how good the e-drags are going to be. So I have never, as long as I have known you, seen you do an e-drag attack. That would be I have done one. I have done one. Oh, I believe it. With all the events we've been in, the three of us, I, I'm <laughs> yes. sure we've all used E-Drags at least once, willingly oh, yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was willingly. but Well, and of course, yeah. you kind of touched on it, being is that the barbs and the archers and the wall breakers and the giants uh, and the dragons uh, and the miners uh, and the wizards and e all down the line, that obviously affects their super abilities as well, right? So yeah. a super dragon would be more would be more powerful, a super witch would be more powerful, a super valk, and so on and so forth. So that obviously kind of brings that into the fray where maybe super witches make a comeback or, you know, super dragons. Because Ace, when I met you, you were using super dragons and you were using them very, very well. And you kind of faded away from them because they got nerfed and they kind of got forgotten about. Does this kind of, and I know you're true blue to your current attack, does this kind of get you a little curious? Like, hey, maybe I'll switch back to super drags. No, not really. Wow, that was quick. You didn't even give that like five seconds. <laughs> I've, I've got it in my head. Everybody keeps saying, you know, we go against a lot of people in, in regular wars, CWL. So you don't see dragon attacks or hydra too much in, in CWL. But on regular wars, you see it quite a bit. And a lot of people saying that dragons are dead, you know, this this is no longer the clash of dragons. And I'm I'm just gonna stay true to my attack. I mean, I've tried the barb attack, the the super bowler, the yeti, 
super i mean uh super archer attack i've tried all that and back when i was 12 and 13 i could do ground like anybody you know just just like a pro i got three star whatever base and then all of a sudden it just died on me i couldn't use it and i never was an air person i jumped in the air uh a good friend hero showed me the uh super whiz or whiz blimp whatever you want to call it he showed me that and it just i stuck with it and then I switched to, you know, the Super Archers, and wow, I'm not changing. I mean, <clears throat> Cap might kick me out of Red Thorns one of these days because it just don't work, and I won't stop using it. But sorry, Cap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm like that. I kick people out left, right, and center. Constantly. <laughs> High turnover rate at Red Thorn. <laughs> so, Cat, I've heard you on numerous occasions, and maybe it's out of frustration uh, or maybe it's just out of curiosity, but I've heard you say, I'd really like to try queen charge again i need to learn queen charge mm-hmm. again so we have a buff to the healers i know and i'm excited i'm gonna spoil it because our next topic is heroes so obviously getting five new levels of the queen does that encourage you to try that attack like a, a maybe a queen oh, yeah. charge uh um, whatever I'm definitely gonna be doing queen charge hybrid testing it hybrid out. okay yeah Okay. I fell in no love way. with hybrid back at Town Hall 14, and you know, I just, I just love that attack. And, and uh, I mean, maybe it just doesn't work very well. The, it might be yeah. the Town Hall that makes that attack viable again on more, more consistent basis. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, they tried with uh, the super miners and the super hog riders. They tried that at 15 to. I try and bring it back a little bit, but it, it really did not work well. No, and I know a lot of people are using uh, a new meta called Twin Hogs, and that's been working mm-hmm. for some people where it's a mixture of regular and super hogs. And it's it's been kind of successful. It hasn't kind of taken over as the number one meta, but I see it being used in cer- certain circles, and it's pretty viable right now. Yeah. All right, so I teased it a little bit, but we're going to jump right in. Legendary segue, obviously. All heroes get plus five to uh, what they currently are. So they'll be going to the king and queen to 95, the um, DRC to 50, and the warden to 70. So with the addition of these five new levels, and this has kind of been expected, right? Like pretty much every town hall level that we go up, you get you know new hero levels. So I don't think this is any shock to anybody, but I will bring up one point. And granted, we do still, I will preface this by saying we still have one more sneak peek to go but i believe i know what that sneak peek is going to be Mm -hmm. and we'll get to that later in the show as well however um a lot of people were kind of clamoring for a new hero um so kat i'll start with you were you kind of secretly hoping for a new hero or do you think we're in a good place with Um, what we have now i think we're, we're good with what we've got now i don't think we need another moving piece on the board so to speak you know there's enough going on with you know, your king and your queen and then putting your warden down and then the RC. It's to drop a fifth hero in there would probably drive most of us crazy. Yeah, for sure. And it would give I mean, but I will counter that with it would give us more options. Yeah, but I think that they can take what they've got and build on that and give us enough options. I don't think I don't think just creating another character just for the sake of creating another character because it's a town hall, new town hall level. I don't think that's really needed well i feel like 16 is kind of like the people's choice town hall because Mm -hmm. it feels like we're getting a lot of what we've been asking for not just with like quality of life changes but some of the troop levels we're getting the hero levels the the other things that we're getting that we'll touch on ace do do you think they should have introduced a new hero on this Uh, i mean technically 
and there's a lot of people that'll say, well, every other town hall we get a new hero and they're robbing us. Do you feel that way or are you good with what we have now, the four heroes we have now, or would you like the option to maybe, you know, say, hey, we can use four heroes, but you have an option on, you know, which four you want to use. Would you rather see it go that way or are you good with what we got? I'm kind of like the way it is. I mean, I have to echo what Kat says. It's, we don't need another moving part. I mean, there's enough. I mean, the, the heroes that I have or that everybody else has, I really don't depend on any except for the Royal Champion and the Warden. To be honest, I always sacrifice my king and my queen anyway. I don't really really bother too much with them. But uh, no, I, I think we're good where we're at. Okay. No, that's fair. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Uh, like I said, I see a lot of people kind of already groaning before this update has even dropped about like the fact that there's no new hero. And maybe I'm totally off base. Maybe that is the last sneak peek that we are getting a new hero, but it doesn't sound like it from what I'm hearing. Like I said, the water cooler talk. I'm not hearing anybody saying that we're getting a new hero. And I believe Darian was on with Judo and pretty much squashed that whole idea. Now, some people took that as like, well, he's just being coy. But now more and more people are starting to jump on board and kind of reside to the fact that we're not getting another hero. So that's fine. I mean... Four's company, five's a crowd, right? So we're going to get into the nah, little less juicy updates, upgrades. I'm going to hop over to traps. Traps, kind of standard. Air bombs, giant bombs, regular bombs. I think they kind of threw in air bombs because obviously most of your air troops got a, a are getting a buff on this update. So I guess that's only fitting. I'm surprised they actually didn't throw in the, the black bombs as well. The giant bombs, obviously... That's probably going to cause a a few issues with the hog attacks. But some will say that, like, the super hogs are OP and, you know, no one's calling for a nerf. But some are saying, you know, like, that attack is too OP and maybe they threw in the giant bombs to say, okay, well, here's our counter to that. Um, And regular bombs, well, I mean, you can, who really is afraid of those? So, (laughs) I mean, you could throw those in on any update and everybody just kind of looks past them. Was there any surprises? Was there any other traps that you may have thought, like the Mm -hmm. Tesla or uh, spring traps or anything like that, that that cat and that you may have thought needed an upgrade? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I I think everything seems to be pretty good right now as far as the traps go. I'm sure we'll see levels on the rest of those later on in the year when they drop the other half of the the town hall. Yeah, for sure. I mean, eventually they all go up. It's just a question of when, and now they have 12 months to do it. Exactly. um, Ace, how about you? Was there anything that you thought they should have done with traps or maybe not done? You know, there's only three that are getting a buff right now. Do you think maybe they should have held off on air bombs and let dragons run free for a little bit or is there any other uh trap that you think that they should have focused on uh not really i mean uh, everybody knows if they're gonna if they're gonna buff air they're gonna buff the defense for it so i guess yeah, uh, that's pretty standard yeah it's it is what it is i mean those the black ones i'm glad didn't get put into that one so the little red ones don't bother as much they don't hit quite as hard right no no no, no. and so, i'm yeah, sure I'm, you see doing search as much as you do that if you get a good tome on your blimp then you know they pull the air bombs so they're you know pretty much null and void at that point yeah i mean i've seen a lot of people use their warden with their blimp but i i choose not to i use a i use the hound yeah the the, the black the black mines are the worst i just can't uh I mean, I actually hit one the other day. I was telling Cat about that. I never made it to the ex- the first row of walls. It took my hound and my blimp out. 
He had every black bomb right there in that one spot. I was like, okay, that's no more of that. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy that they did not give uh, the black bomb the buff on that one. So. so this might be a 200 IQ move by Supercell, giving yes, the troops a buff first before they give that black bomb. Because I know that black bomb hits like a truck. So yeah. you buff that, and it's going to hit like a truck plus one. So, <laughs> right. um, so obviously with the defenses and the troops and the heroes all going up, you're going to need the loot to do it in, right? So they are upgrading all the storages, one level. The gold storages, the elixir storages, and the dark elixir storages are all going up one level. There's really no surprise there because uh, we are <laughs> we need the loot to be able to upgrade. The 200 IQ play in this is kind of do your storages early so that you have the loot to be able to do the rest of your upgrades. Uh, I'm not saying put all your builders down. I think I watched a, a YouTube video with Judo and he's like, don't commit all your builders to all the storages. Yes, you need the loot. However, you don't need it that badly. You can still upgrade some stuff and get those kind of in the mix, which I would agree with. The next one, I, I labeled it buildings, right? Because it's it's kind of a mixture of, of things. We're getting a level of the barracks, a level of the laboratory, obviously, because we're getting troop levels. So we need to obviously be able to research them. We're getting a pet house level and a hero forge. Now, my opinion is that the hero forge is probably going to be the last sneak peek. So I don't really have a lot to talk about that. It looks like heroes are getting multiple abilities, which looks really cool, but I, I can't comment on what they're getting or how they're getting them. So we'll just kind of leave that to chance. Um, the pet house obviously indicates that we're getting another pet or multiple pets. The lab, like I said, obviously we need that to upgrade the troops that are going up and the barracks. Now that's going up a level. That indicates that we're getting a new troop. So these are exciting upgrades for at least from, you know, on paper anyway, because mm -hmm. you see those, we're all clash veterans. We've all been through a ton of updates. So we know these are triggers to what's coming. Kat, let me I want to get your reaction first because I know you've been keeping up with the, you know, the sneak peeks and the goings on and the rumors. I know you're on Twitter, I know you're on YouTube and you're looking at things. Now when these these buildings dropped. Obviously, the lab is self-explanatory, but I know you've seen the other three. What were your thoughts in seeing these? Um, well, you know, we've, we've seen there's a little critter running around in the forest on the original scenery. So we kind of knew that there was some kind of new pet coming, right? Uh, we don't didn't know the details. And, you know, the lab, obviously. You know, you need that for all the various levels of, of the troops that you need to upgrade. And thank goodness you get max levels for the first week after you hit that button. Um, right. And what was the other one again? We had the barracks, <laughs> the lab, at house, and the hero forge. <laughs> the hero forge, yes. The it's a lot tech. to take in. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know what? I've been trying to keep up with everything this week, and my, my brain is quite literally fried just from the sheer volume of stuff that they're throwing at us and trying to make sense of it all. Um, yeah, the... The blacksmith thing, obviously, it's going to have something to do with, you know, the next sneak peek. And they really haven't given us any details, but there's been lots of leaks about about it. But, you know, we can't say anything for sure until we see what, what they give us in the sneak, next sneak peek tomorrow. So, Right. Yeah, it's, it's right now it's just speculation. But exactly. it's fun speculation, right? It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, and I think that goes back to, like, you know, what you were talking about 
why they didn't give us an, another hero is, well, potentially what they're giving us could be way better than one new hero. It could make, you know, four new heroes potentially with what the rumors are. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're, you're definitely not wrong. And again, we don't know for sure. We've been teased a little bit. And I know we'll know, obviously, more tomorrow um, mm. on the Hero Forge, which uh, I know that's, that is a thing. We just don't know what it does and how to use it yet and, and yeah. what, it, what benefit it has for the heroes. Ace, I'm going to shift over to you. What were you more excited about? Were you more excited about <clears throat> the pet house, the barracks, or, or, or the Hero Forge? The barracks. I gave you my dragon levels, dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I get to uh, actually no, I, I the, the I'd say the laboratory. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna switch it up because, like you said, I, I have no idea what the Hero Forge is yet. So, and to be honest, everybody knows that I I hate YouTube. I hate watching videos of this game. I love the game, but I hate watching videos on it. Just give me everything, and I'll figure it out whenever it comes out. But I had to watch the videos because I know. I know we were going to talk about it, so I sat down and watched all the videos, and I still didn't get anything out of it because I'm not. I have an attention attention span of a, a gnat, to be honest. I, I can't sit long enough to watch. So uh, thank goodness you like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love podcasts, but I can do other stuff while I'm listening. But no, I just I'm I'm looking forward to to getting my troop levels. I mean, you know, with with the laboratory being able to go up, I I can get everything jacked up within a week. Hopefully, I'll be maxed before Christmas. We'll see how it works out. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, like I said, I, I'm kind of jumping on your case with this because there's so much in here that is benefiting the attack that you're doing consistently right now and doing it well. So I can't imagine that this is going to do nothing but help you, you know, going forward. Yeah, they. I, I wish they'd hurry up because, you know, I got this, I got this young man uh, that keeps aggravating me about we got a 1v1 that we're going to, you know, go up against each other. So I'm hoping that 16 drops and I can get everything maxed before that happens because uh, uh, Yoda just, uh, he's just, he's not going to know what to do once once I get a hold of him. Okay. Well, it, it, I'm, I'm hearing that it's going to come down to who has the biggest wallet <laughs> on this tournament. <laughs> I'm pretty sick. <laughs> All right. Well, the buildings obviously are, are a huge, huge part of this update because without these building upgrades, obviously we wouldn't have the upgrades that we're about to talk about. And I wish I could skip this next subject, but we got to cover it because it is a part of what the update is bringing us. And that is spells. So not really much by way of spell upgrades. We're getting a lightning buff. We're getting a healing buff. We're getting a poison and we're getting a recall. This tells me, you know, that the people that like to zap Quake can still do that. But the people that like to use hogs, obviously healing is a major component of that. Poison, everybody uses or should use. I see people that don't use it that should anyway. And the recall is kind of, that's kind of been the new hot spell right now. I'm seeing more and more people doing, you know, a queen charge recall. And it's, it's mm -hmm. really fun. And I think people are starting to really dive into that approach and and i love that i you know i like to make sure that or not make sure but i like to see that all spells and troops and everything are all viable in this game and being used at least to some degree so i, I love to see this recall plus they're very fun to watch the attacks ace i'm going to start with you on this one because again this is this update is really kind of heavily air motivated are you surprised that they didn't include rage with this surprise no i'm not surprised I mean, Rage is, I mean, it's already OP. Everybody knows that. I'm surprised they didn't do the haste spells because, yeah. you know, those do need a little bit more help. 
maybe a little bit bigger. You know, I'm not saying as big as the Rage, but you know, a little, little bigger, bigger circle to cover. Uh, okay, but. I, I wish they would have done the invis. Maybe give me a little bit longer on my invis build instead of four. Give me five seconds. Well, I, I'm going to say that, it, it, and you know where I'm going with this. There is something that will be helping you even further um, with your attack strategy, or possibly helping you further. Uh, and we'll get into that a little later. Cat, what spell did you want to see, or is it already on this list? What spell did you want to see upgraded, if any? And I know that's not like a, a popular thing to think about when you're talking about a, a town hall upgrade. But is there a spell that you wanted to see get an upgrade, or is it already on this list? Mm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with what they've given us. Uh, lightning, I think it's needed, because if you're wanting to zap out an air defense, you kind of have to upgrade the lightning one to that. Um the heal spell, I'm really happy with that because, again, that goes back to my Queen Charge hybrid that I'm hoping to be able to use at some point. And, you know, with hogs, you have to have the heals. And true. the recall is just a fun spell. So It really is. But it is fun watching people put it to the test, right? Yes. All right. So we're going to jump off spells because there really wasn't a lot to talk about there. The spells that they're upgrading are pretty self-explanatory, and I think both Ace and Cat broke it down well where, you know, what we kind of use them for and are expected to see them being used for. Um, we're going to jump over to a more juicier topic. I know this is kind of the talk of the town right now because they led with this in their sneak peeks. You will have the ability to merge defenses. And I yes, you heard me right, merge defenses. So... It's my understanding that you need two Archer Towers, and I had to look this up because I wasn't sure if you had to upgrade your Archer Towers before you were able to merge them, but you, as it turns out, you do not. However, that's not to say that there won't be an upgrade time. So you take two of your Archer Towers, and you are able to merge them into a multi-Archer Tower, which becomes obviously more powerful and faster shooting. And they actually, from watching Judo's video, they have the ability to split. So if there's troops coming from them from two angles, they actually will split their fire. So there's three archers on the tower. Two of them will shoot to the closest target coming at them, and one will actually split off and shoot to the closest target that are coming to them, which I thought was really neat. And as a counter to that, we also have the ability to do that with cannons. Two cannons, again, do not have to upgrade the cannons themselves. However, the merge will cause an upgrade, and I believe it's like 13 or 14 days. Don't quote me on that. The, the merged cannon will become a ricochet cannon. So literally, the first target, so if you have two giants walking at a cannon, the bullet will hit the first giant and cause damage, and then hit the second, ricochet off that giant, and hit the second giant, or troop, whatever troop is coming at you, and do damage to that as well. And Judo actually had a really cool video where he used the, the cannons and the archer towers to kind of showcase what they do, and then he compared them against, like, say, one merged archer tower against two single archer towers and the merged archer tower actually got the targets down faster than two just regular freestanding uh, archer towers and the same was true with the cannons so they are obviously mm. far more powerful than they were before which is a little scary especially as a ground attacker keep in mind that doing these merges is permanent it's not like the builder base attributes that we got where you can flip a, a lever and the archer tower can go from low to high or the you know multi-mortar can go from single to multi and same with the cannon once these changes are done they're done that's it there's no turning back um but they do look 
really cool. The aesthetics of them, the graphics look amazing. And I believe if I have this right, you can only do two of them. So you can only make two multi-archer towers and two ricocheting cannons. But again, they are permanent. Yeah. Kat, were you excited and impressed by this? Or were you more like, eh, that really doesn't affect me? <laughs> Uh, terrified because if it, they turn out to be like the monolith, <laughs> we're all doomed. But uh, no, I, I think they look really nice, and I think it's a cool idea. It's, it kind of addresses the whole issue of well, they have no room to introduce new defenses and new buildings, right? So by encouraging people to do this merge of defenses, you're freeing up a couple of extra slots on your main village or other things like this blacksmith shop and. And anything else that they bring in, yeah, I, I think I think it'll be cool. It'll be interesting to see what the base builders do to position them and protect them so that they can do their damage. Yeah, for sure. Now, Ace, I know you listen to Trample Damage's podcast, and I know you do as well, Cat. Ace, Trample Damage was quoted as saying that I, we all know that obviously there's a hundred buildings on. On, on our bases right now. So they don't really have a, lo a lot of room to play with things, so they have to take things away. Now, this is actually a very innovative idea and a very great way to do that, where you're merging, so you're taking away, essentially, a cannon. So you're turning two cannons into one cannon, two archer towers into one archer tower. And that obviously frees up space to be able to bring you more buildings. Now, Trample was quoted as saying that he wanted to see something like this happen rather than starting to turn everything, you know, all the buildings we, air quotes, call trash, such as uh, an elixir collector, uh, a gold collector, dark elixir collectors, or the workshop, or whatever. He would rather see them accommodate new defenses rather than turn existing buildings, such as what I just listed, into defenses, which I 1,000% agree with. So I believe that this is the perfect opportunity to do that. Uh, now, Ace, what are your feelings on that? Do you do you think that this is a, a good upgrade, a good way to do it? Or would you have rather have seen them just kind of do what they did with like the builder base upgrades where they said, okay, you can upgrade this cannon and you can flip a, a lever and turn it back and forth. Would you have rather seen that? Or do you like the way they're doing this? I mean, one question is if you don't merge the archer towers or the cannons, will you still be able to set the other building? Because yeah, that's like a great question. Said, well, we do have 100 buildings, which gives us our 100%. If I decide not to mer merge my archer towers or my cannons, does that mean I'm not going to be able to set, you know, whatever new buildings are coming out? So it's almost, if, if, if that's the case, it's like they're forcing you to merge your archer towers and your cannons just to be able to place the new building. I don't like that idea because... I like the idea of having separate archer towers where I can place them on the base where I want them. Instead of, you know, taking away one to make, you know, or taking two to make one, you're losing a spot that you're going to have to make up, you know, on that empty spot on your base. You're going to have to figure out what defense you need to put there to, to fill it. Same thing with a cannon. So the base builders are going to have their hands full on this one if, if, if that's the case. Yeah, there's almost going to have to be a, like a 1A and a 1B base, right? Like 1A right. would be the old way with just the single archer towers unmerged and the new way where, you know, 1B, where you have the multi archer towers and the multi cannons, right? Well, I think one thing that I know Judo had, Judo had also mentioned was that he highly recommend people doing the, the merge because uh, the hit points and the DPS were so much 
stronger than the regular. Yes. He couldn't see why anybody wouldn't want to. Yeah, I mean, Supercell made it juicy, right? They made it almost yeah. too tempting. It's like your favorite piece of candy sitting on a table. Who's not going to grab it? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why they wouldn't just force people to do this. But, I mean, maybe it's a situation where all will be revealed on update day, right? Mm-hmm. So... Cat is for them, Ace is against them, I, and, and I'm kind of on the fence. I'll probably do it because, like Cat said, the DPS is so much greater. Essentially, if you don't do both, you're making your base very similar to if you see Expos on ground or air. If they're on ground, obviously, that's going to hurt a ground attack. If they're on air, it's going to hurt an air attack. And I, I feel this is no different, where it's if you... If you merge just the archer towers and not the cannon, you're catering more towards defensing, defending air attacks. If you do vice versa and just do the cannons, you're geared more towards defending against ground. So I don't see why you would want to do both, but, you know, to each their own. Plus, they look really, really freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. All right. You taught me into it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Whatever. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. And my phone line is open at the wee hours of the morning, Ace, if you regret your decision. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no regrets. Oh, no regrets. Yeah. I mean, once they're done, they're done. Like Judo said, they, uh, they're permanent. It's kind of like getting a tattoo. It doesn't matter if you like it after that, you're stuck with it. So we're going to jump from defense to offense. And we kind of touched on this a little bit. Being is that the pet house is getting an upgrade, it means we're getting a new pet. And the new pet is was actually just released, and it's a spirit fox. Cat, you had mentioned seeing this little critter in the landscaping of your base and hopping around, and I know I had mentioned it on the last episode, and everybody was curious as to what this was. I think everybody could probably guess that it was going to be the new pet. And so far, it seems to be the only pet we're getting, uh, which is fine. This thing is super cool. So, Cat, do you like this pet so far? I know we don't know a lot about it. I know as of right now, this pet is going to level 10, and at level 10, it gives you four seconds of in- invisibility to not only the pet, but the hero that the pet is a companion to. And mm-hmm. it intermittently gives you these four-second bursts of in- invisibility, which is revolutionary. It's game-changing. Are you on board with this new pet? Do you like what you see so far? No, I love it. I think it's, the aesthetic of it is very nice. It looks a little bit like a Pokemon, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think the ability is, is really cool. I think it will work really well with the RC or the the king. When, you know, when you're trying to get close enough to take out a few defenses or something, make that funnel. Yeah, that seems to be the popular consensus is that it's it's best with the king or the RC, which obviously makes sense. Now, Ace, we talked a little bit earlier because you were talking about, you know, using your in- invisible spell for your Sarge Blimp and, and for your Super Archers, and now you have a pet that gives you that invisibility. Granted, you can't put the pet in the Blimp. It has to be with a hero. However, this could change your strategy altogether because not only are you using invisible spells for your Sarge, but now you have the, the ability to have some invisibility with maybe your RC or your King to help for the funneling. Does this make you happy? Does this get you excited about this? Do you like this pet? I am so stoked about this. I have been dreaming about this ever since I watched the video. It gives you four seconds of invisibility with the hero, and then you're four seconds off, and then four seconds back on. So just so happens that the invis spell is four seconds. So if you can get your timing down with this pet, you can run over 30 seconds of being invisible going across the base. Think yeah. about what you could do with the RC, running over walls, taking out 
whatever it wants to without having to worry about it. And then at the I end mean, of it, you still have the RC ability. Yeah. So, and I mean, in your case, you're looking at, so let's map this out for a quick second. You're looking at a search, right? And you're looking at where to land. You might be able to even funnel the defenses around or the defenses that maybe are threatening to spoil your search with the RC, maybe sui the RC with that, with this fox, get a compartment cleared so that your archers are not tempted to go to that side whatsoever. So you're literally <laughs> getting crazy value because uh, I've heard you say, you know, you're getting 28 to 30 percent on your Sarge, which is insane. Now, couple that with an RC that cleared that corner compartment that is no longer a threat to you and might even keep your super, super archers alive just a little bit longer to get maybe 32 to 34 percent. That's insane, right? I mean... Th- the the one thing that I've been that's been running through my mind is okay if I can get this much out of my RC and a new pet why not switch from Super Arch to Popcorn Blimp to go back to that that way I can drop my dragons or my riders with my warden then Blimp behind use the tone Popcorn Blimp send the RC in say if I come in at nine send the RC in at six let him start or let her start at the bottom with the king and queen clearing at three yeah. You're covering three corners of a four corner base already. So yeah, I I just see the the triple rate going up. Every time I think about it, I see triples. I mean, that's what we wanted, right? More triples. Yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, I wish Supercell would bring back the what is that thing called that we had, Cat? The one that made us so happy. Lavaloon. Yeah. Please <laughs> oh, bring don't that. even get me started on that. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm picturing. I'm, that's the feeling I'm, I'm having again already, and it's, I haven't even got down on sixteen yet. Oh, my family asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I said lava loom. They looked at me like I had five heads. <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> unlimited. Um, so I think we can all agree that this pet is going to kind of really revolutionize how people attack, right? I mean, it might make, it might even, I dare say, because I know this is a beloved pet right now, it might even take the place of Diggy in some instances. Oh, yeah. I hate to say it, but. Yeah. Ugh. It's going to be tough. I think it's, it's right. definitely going to change what people are using as far as the pets go. Yeah. I mean, we might have to extend that doghouse to include not only Lassie, but Diggy, because they're both, they both stand to be waiting inside of it uh, for the the spirit fox to uh, take a seat. Well, you know, yeah. uh, the, the video I watched showed that the spirit, they compared the spirit fox to Frosty as far as yes. the, you know, as the, the damage that it, that it causes and stuff like that. But I've, I've never used Frosty, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I think Frosty and Lassie are sitting out in the yard there yeah. somewhere all alone in the dark. It's going to be hard to put up Diggy. I don't know. I'm going to have to find something for Diggy. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think you could pretty much take lassie to 25 and still nobody would use her <laughs> so um, they might you know they might you might see lassie kind of uh dismantled and the spirit fox takes the place on the food chain but you never know <laughs> so we go from new new pet to new troop now this was just released this morning mm-hmm. we are getting a new troop called the root rider now this this troop makes me happy because it is I'm a ground troop and it. it targets yes it's 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 a ground troop, and from the demo that they played, it goes right through walls. So that would kind of negate my need for earthquake. You know, it it kind of it's kind of a troop with the wall breaker ability. You know, these roots. It's it's kind of like a. It kind of looks to me like it's got the feel of an RC riding a root or or a like mm-hmm. tree branch. You know, that keeps going underground, creating almost like a 
like a tire effect. And it, it targets defenses, which made me very happy. It looks super strong. Now, I could be wrong. Um, from what I've seen so far, we only got like a snippet of what it does, but it looks super cool. I am I myself am very excited about this being a ground attacker. Um, it is 20 housing space, which I think is reasonable, depending on mm-hmm. the damage it does and what it does. I thought that was reasonable because a lot of these troops that they come out with, you know, it's like 30 to 40 housing space. And it's like, oh, geez, I can only use like four of them, you know, like the Super Bowl or the Super Witch or whatever. Yep. This seems like economically you can fit this into your into your army comp. And I'm looking forward to watching Sir Moose videos of like mass root riders <laughs> going into <laughs> a base um cat i'm going to start with you because i know you are a ground attacker uh how do you feel about this new troop first of all have you seen it second of all if you have what do you think about it yeah i watched some videos this morning on it and uh, other than the, the name <laughs> I, i'm pretty keen on it i think it's gonna unfortunately take the place of hog riders it's just uh it spring traps don't affect it which is awesome like you know in the videos that i was watching they showed you know uh, hog riders if you hit a spring trap you're going to lose three of your hog riders you know use this thing it's it's going to plow right through that i think it's going to be a lot of fun to to test it out with like a, a clean charge hybrid but instead of hog riders using these so it's fair to say spring traps don't affect it yet because <laughs> that could always change right they could change it but the fact that it, she kind of rides through the ground not on top of it you know right so the spring trap really can affect her it's like she's riding a wave of dirt and that's what yes. it looks like yeah i mean even though it's a root but it looks like a wave of dirt yeah it's more um, like she's it, surfing yeah yeah for sure uh ace what do you think about this new troop it's obviously not an air troop but I know you back in the day. You used to be a ground guy, so you you know you got to give a little love to the ground troops, right? Yeah. Uh, first, I can surprise you announced the new troop without laughing whenever you said it. But I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I first seen it, I was thinking more of the queen charge people. You know, set your queen down with the healers. Let this drop in behind it. It runs in front of the queen. It busts the wall. That way, you're not dropping you know wall breakers. You know, you got this thing kind of leading the way, doing a. Mm kind of tanking for the for the queen a little bit open walls up from the yeah. video i mean it looked like it t- was taking out walls so mm-hmm. um, yeah for sure like you said the, it was like a teaser video it didn't really show the speed of it and all that i mean i guess we can figure that out whenever it actually drops but if it's a, if it's quick you know it, it's probably going to be a good troop if you, if you can use it with your queen charge to open up walls and have your queen follow it really work out for a lot of the attackers that do the queen charge lala stuff like that. maybe that'll come back real hard yeah i just it doesn't excite me as much as it does Cat. I know Cat's been playing with ground a lot, but I don't know. I mean, who knows? Somebody might see Ace jumping back to ground and playing around a little bit. Well, I think what this may do, you now, Cat, you said it might take the place of Hog Riders. I was thinking more along the lines of E Titans. I see these troops mm-hmm. replacing E Titans because E Titans target anything. Now, they have the aura, they're great for handling CC troops. However, they're expensive. So you can only get a few of them in. These are more economical. They're only 20 slots. They get you into the base. So it's kind of like having it's kind of like having a wall breaking RCE Titan, you know, where it's, you know, it's targeting defenses. It's getting you through the walls. It's moving you forward. Uh, it doesn't have the aura damage like the E Titan. But really, essentially, I know 
myself included, I've incorporated an E-Titan to kind of push things along, to do that little bit of aura damage, to get buildings down so that my kill squad can just kind of mow right through those buildings and get to the town hall. I think essentially what this does um, with the Root Rider is it gets those preliminary defenses out of the way, those cannons, those archer towers, those mortars, those wizard towers that you always see kind of hugging those first walls that you're going Mm -hmm. through. I think that these will eliminate that, get you into the base quicker, and get you to that town hall even faster than, you know, what you uh, anticipated. Um, and, and I'm, I'm like I said, I'm very excited about this. Maybe just because it is a new ground troop. Uh, I'm yeah. not claiming it's going to be the be-all, end-all of anything. But it gives me hope. Well, and, and if you've got these things, you really don't need to take a wall breaker. So Exactly. You know, if you're taking, a, you know, two or three or four super wall breakers, you really don't need them. So that gets rid of that housing space that you need for that. Right. And I will say we didn't touch too much on this. I know I mentioned them, but I'm I'm going to kind of circle back. If you couple these with the new Golem that now breaks into four Golemites instead of two, Mm -hmm. you might be onto something. Now, there's no additional cost for this new Golem, uh, meaning, you know, troop space wise. So it is still 30. So my, my brain is imagining now you have root riders going in, breaking through the walls, two golems to kind of tank, and then you're coming in with a log launcher and could equal a triple. We'll see. Might see the return of the old style town hall line stoned goho. Yeah, for sure. Stoned. Yep. And I mean, some of the oldies are, are some of our most favorite. Some of our most favorite attacks to do still even to this day. I think that's part of the reason why we create lower accounts to be able to do those attacks again right mm-hmm. so yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with kind of bringing back that format i'm i'm all for it yeah i mean so, the game was fun yeah for sure oh yeah absolutely and and hopefully these additions kind of bring on some more fun like ace said you know bring back the mashup troops and i'm all for that ace i'm i'm on board with you i am trust me but if this is like the closest we can come to that then and i think we're okay it's it's hope it's i i think even though we're we're upgrading defenses i feel that so far from what i've seen this is more offensively motivated this update and i think that's what everybody needs right now yeah i agree yep all right so that was a lot that was a lot to cover in a little amount of time, and, and we haven't really even hit on everything that uh, that Supercell has done. Uh, I'm going to list off a few kind of minor things because there's going to be some quality of life changes. So bear with me because I'm going to kind of get through this fast. Um, the balance changes that I saw that that really were the most I don't know eye catching were they're nerfing the rage towers or the radius of the rage towers. The town hall poison duration is going to be uh, less. I think by like five seconds, if I'm not mistaken. Ace, you're going to love this one. The monolith DPS is reduced. The the Eagle (laughs) artillery damage is reduced. Air bombs, Inferno Towers, Expos, Scattershot, all get a reduction in their damage. And then kind of on an unrelated, but we were kind of talking about it because I know Ace had mentioned that he uses a, a Lava Hound to kind of lead his blimp out with. And we were talking about kind of CC troops. And this is a very popular one. For those that use lava hounds in their ccs to kind of distract the queen and the rc there the pup count that that comes out once the lava hound pops is being reduced from 18 to 13 and then also the the ice hound that pup count is going to go down from 12 to 1 so a little bit of reduction 
you know, a little less aggravation. I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. I don't think anybody's going to sway from using those in their CCs, but it is a minor help to kind of get through your attack because, I mean, everybody gets aggravated when their queen gets stuck shooting 20, in, you know, lava pups or ice pups. Um, mm -hmm. So that'll help with that. But Ace, uh, I want your reaction to this first because there's two things in this these reductions that I know you have got to be jumping out of your seat about. Number one being the nerf to the rage radius, or yeah, the rage tower radius, and then so the um, the monolith EPS getting reduced. How how does that make you feel? Um, honestly, with the rage, I'm extremely happy. That really covered way too much defense, and it, it made Hydra very hard. As far as like the hound getting reduced with the pups, I don't like that because usually my hound will pop and the pups usually destroy other defenses uh, while my blimp keeps moving. So if there's not as many pups, then it's going to target my blimp quicker, so not very happy on that one. I mean, all in all, I mean they're just trying to make the game better. I mean, I'll, I'll give them a 10 on that. Uh, they're trying just uh i hope it works out yeah obviously they can't like dramatically nerf anything you know they're trying their best to keep the game balanced you know because you for for us sitting here and we're all casual players and we hang out with casual casual players in casual clans and compete in casual wars but there's an entirely different aspect to this game i.e the pro scene you know the league wars, people that take this in some cases do this for a living. So you don't want to make it too easy for them. And yet you want to, you know, keep it competitive on their aspect, but you want to kind of lighten up a little bit on the casual player. So I know they're, they're doing their best to do that. And Kat, I know you have seen both aspects, casual and pro scene. Do you think this is going to be a good balance to, to, to engage the pro players and to engage the casual players as well? Um, I, I'm hoping so. Uh, I know a lot of the pro players pushed really hard for them to make Town Hall 15 a lot more difficult than Town Hall 14, and they were very, very happy with what, the way 15 is, whereas the rest of us who are you know casual players like just really struggled and were getting frustrated with 15, and now we're looking forward to 16 to find more of a balance because they saw it with the, the mashup troops people were having so much fun tripling it was like a little bit too easy however it was fun and they have to find that balance of keeping the game fun yet competitive and i think what they're doing is going to allow some creativity so the pro players will be able to find that level of difficulty that they like and yet the rest of us will still be able to just muddle along and <laughs> triple here and there yeah no, well said. Hashtag bring back lava loons. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, lava loons make everybody happy. All right. So that's going to conclude our Town Hall 16 review. And we're going to take a little break and hit up a commercial. And when we come back, we're going to get to call outs and shade outs. And I'm going to personally give Cat and Ace dev power. And you'll find out what that means in a little bit. We interrupt this program to bring you an important announcement. Ah, nothing beats a brisk walk through the city at night. Fresh air, bright lights, the tall buildings. Oh, that reminds me. I have to check my Clash of Clans account. I have five builders going, and I'm so close to being able to go to the next town hall level. Aw, oh, man. Still have five hours before I have a free builder. I hate waiting. Psst. Over here. Who was that? Psst. Over here. 
Are, are you talking to me, creepy guy in an overcoat standing in a dimly lit alley? Over here. What's the meaning of this? Whoa! What are you, some kind of flasher? Close your jacket! Wait, what are those shiny green things hanging from the inside of your jacket? If you jam it, it will finish. Ah, I'm a free-to-play player. I, I never use gems. If you jam it, it will finish. Look, man, if flashing wasn't creepy enough, now all you're going to do is keep repeating yourself. Hey, did you just push finish now on my archer tower? That had eight days left and cost me a ton of gold to start. You really ought to... Wait, now I have a free builder. I can start my town hall upgrade. If I gem that, I can start my laboratory. And if I gem that, I can start upgrading troops and start on my barracks and maybe even put a hero down. Another satisfied customer. <laughs> oh, those clever Gemmit people. And what great timing they have, right? Because obviously Town Hall 16 is coming out. Ace, I know you are a big advocate of Gemmit. Do you see yourself using Gemmit? on this new update a lot i've already stocked up on jimmy <laughs> I'm, ready. I'm ready i'm i'm sitting here just waiting i've got over 100 million of each on resources just got my gym stacked up got all my books ready i'm just ready to hit the button well in anticipation of this update and knowing you like i do i bought a ton of stock in Gemmit because i knew it was going to go skyrocketing just for you alone <laughs> with your purchases. So I'm looking for a great return on that. Now, Kat, you're you're kind of sneaky with your Gemmit. You're kind of like one of those people that don't want to admit you have a problem, but in the background, you have a problem. So are you going to be using Gemmit uh, a lot in this update, or are you going to um, rely more on what you already purchased? I'm, I'm going to try to restrain myself from investing in Gemmit. Uh, yeah, I think I probably will end up buying a, a few little tidbits of, of Gemmit packs here here and there. But for the most part, I, I, I kind of want to enjoy the ride and take my time. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, besides, we, we you both... guys have bought all the stock. So, like, what can I do? <laughs> well, you, you have to contribute to the stock, Kat. You got to buy the Gemmit. <laughs> There's none um, to be found. The store store shelves are empty. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> but leave it to Supercell to keep it, you know, refreshed. So like I teased, I am giving Cat and Ace developer power, meaning they are now developers for Clash of Clans. And I've asked them or tasked them to come up with three ideas that they have for Clash of Clans. Now, we're, like I said, they are now in the dev seat. So they are developers and I kind of put it on them like, okay, give me your ideas on how to make the game better or, or, you know, new fresh ideas. We've talked about it a few times already on this show with the mashup troops. And I know that that was part of the new, new dev team's idea and everybody loved it. So now I'm giving Cat and Ace a chance to come out with their ideas. I can't, can't guarantee they're going to be implemented, but if Supercell is listening, you never know. So, Kat, I'm going to start with you. What is your first idea? Well, you didn't say it had to be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very pragmatic. And as someone who needs things to make my job easier in the day-to-day -day management of the clan, I would like the ability to edit clan mails and the clan description properly. 
because everyone knows I send out these clan mails and there's always a typo in there. <laughs> always. That That's might eliminate the little funny laughs that you get. You know, like, oh, it's Cat at it again, making those funny words that she does. <laughs> I mean, no wonder no one understands that's, what I'm talking about. Well, that, I mean, and that's not a bad idea. And I've heard you say that before. So I know that is like a hot button for you. Um, and I'm I'm kind of hoping that someday Supercell hears either on your podcast or my podcast or whomever's podcast to get that quality of life change implemented because I don't think it's a tough one for them to do. But, you know, and maybe it's something on their back burner because um, they are coming out with a, a bunch of goodies here. Uh, Ace, my second developer. What do you got for us? Okay, I'm not going to go the nerd way like Cat did. (laughs) 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 Okay, mine's part of the builder base thing, and I know you love builder base. I want, (sighs) (laughs) I want the big (laughs) cannon. You know, the big cannon that shoots and it hits whatever's in the path of the ball that goes all the way across the base. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I want that on my main base. I would develop. Yep. I would. I'm sorry. I love builder base. You should be sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that's out of the question because uh, I mean, we obviously have it on the clan capital, right? So yeah. we know it's doable, and and maybe now that we're freeing up buildings, you know, i.e., merging defenses, that maybe that is something that you could see down the road. Yeah, or just take one of my cannons and turn it into one of those big cannon, big cannon, big big cannon, big. Cannon. Well, you know. <laughs> I like that idea. However, I think you say that being an air attacker because you don't have to worry about that big cannon shooting at your troops. That's right. <laughs> this is true, but I also have to have defense because I'm in Legends. I've been in Legends since 2019. So anything that it can help me as far as defense, I want it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm not shooting down your idea. I'm just might be saying it's a little biased, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cap, back to you for your number two idea. All right, my number two, it'd be uh, a role that you could give people in-game so that uh, you you might have somebody who is not a co-leader, but they really want to take on the task of building bases on the clan capital. So you could have like a builder role in-game that you could assign to somebody or to a couple of people, and and they would be in charge of, you know, taking care of the bases on clan capital. Okay, all right. I like that. So kind of giving more control to the leadership in a clan, right? Right, because right now you have to be a, a co-leader or higher to do anything uh, on as far as building bases on the clan capital. But if they had another role that you you could assign, so right, you know, right now you have leader, co-leader, elder. Why, why can't they just give you another role in-game, like capital builder or something like that to give to people? Would it be fair to maybe give a role of a, like, say, war general? Where you know, i.e., a planner. It could be for capital. It could be for wars. It could be for yeah, CWL. They could, they could introduce a bunch of different roles. Oh yeah, in, into the game. Uh, right now, they're they they haven't done anything with that. Well, since the game was started. Yeah, just like they haven't added any more levels onto the uh, clan. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I should say any more right. perks onto the clan levels. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to give you guys any ideas. So. Ace, over to you for your number two idea. All right, number two. I want to be able to DM someone in another can, another clan without going out of the game instead of using Discord or something like that. Why can't I DM in another clan from, from chat or something? So kind of make it invisible to chat, but only visible to the player that you're DMing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that idea. I mean, well, 
what's wrong with having like private DMs to people, whether they're in your clan or another clan? You know, because the only way we can talk in game is either through chat or if someone puts out a you know a clan clan mail. That's it. Right. And you kind of have those unwritten rule signals where it's like you're on game and you see your friends on game. So if I'm in another clan, do let's say doing an event and I shoot you an invite, it means I want you to come over so I can talk to you. You know, it's kind of those <laughs> unwritten signals that you want to talk to somebody. But really, you're right. That's all we got. Yeah. I mean, and it's so aggravating. I mean, because someone leaves, they come back, then you got to give them the roles back. And, you know, it's just to me, if you could DM between clans while in game or to like you said a certain individual i think that would make the game a little more interesting too i mean it'd be easier to set up like friendly wars or whatever you could discuss it with whoever i mean i I know we have discord but that would be that would make the game even better just for the simple fact there's a lot of people that's still not on discord for some reason but yeah and like you said you have to get off the game to get on discord to talk to somebody get back on the game send them an invite get back off you know say invite sent get back on yeah no i agree with you it is a good idea i i would only add one thing to your idea and that is the ability to block someone because if you're giving the ability for anybody to dm you you may not like the dms that you get because it could be from a clan that you're facing in war or cwl Mm -hmm. and you may just get it may spark some aggravations so you i while i agree with your idea and i think it's a great idea i also would just say that they also should include the ability to block someone if you don't want to talk to them you don't have to answer yeah that's true but if you're like getting geared up you know like let's say you got 10 minutes left and they know you got to do this attack and all of a sudden you're getting spammed with all these dms that say like sons of nerf guns or something then you're gonna get (laughs) pissed and you may not do as well as you want to in your war Uh, oh lord that's funny yeah. So I think I think that's just kind of uh, you know a, a safety mechanism just to kind of avoid people getting angry at one another because I know that's the last thing. Mm-hmm. So well. I mean um, the so, only reason I think that is because I actually three starred a guy and it only took me like a minute and thirty five seconds. I was wanting to join his clan to tell him to change his base or even offer him a base. But if I had a DM, I could actually send it to him and say, "Hey man, you need to change your base. If you need one, come visit me and I'll give you one." So oh okay yeah. No, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of benefit to that, to your idea. There's more upside than downside. Like I said, my idea of just putting a, a, an ability to block is just kind of a safety mechanism. I agree with So you. that people don't get goaded, you know? All right, so we are on lucky number three, Kat. What do you got? Well, I've, I've touched on this before. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, a better way of recruiting for new clans. But let's face it, Global was a good place to recruit. You could talk to a prospective member visit his base, scout it, and then you could you could say, hey, you know, you look pretty good. I like how, you know, we're having a good conversation. You know, why don't you join my client? Uh, or, and if he wasn't interested, he'd just say no thanks. You know, um, the current recruiting tool is terrible. So they have to do something. Yeah, I, I have no argument. It is. It's terrible. I don't think even, I don't think anybody uses it. And those that do, they just, you're literally just throwing darts at names. Yeah. You know, uh, and you don't know what you're getting. You don't have the opportunity to, I know... You guys in the CFF have kind of a an, an interview process, you know, when mm-hmm. people are looking for plans, which I love that idea. However, you can't really do that in game until you bring somebody in your clan. And if they're coming in with the intention of being toxic, then they just wasted both yours and their time. So I agree with you there. They're, and, I, and I hope they're I know they're aware of it because I've heard Darian mention this on several occasions 
that it's something that they're working on, something that they're keeping in mind. Ever since Global was taken away, they have made it abundantly clear that Global is not coming back for any reason. So they have to implement something. So I love this idea. All right, Ace, lucky number three to you, sir. I say capital instead of just giving me five hits for all weekend. Give me five hits a day. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, because you go in, you do five raises, and then the rest of the time you're doing nothing. I mean, you're just Would, would you there. use the five a day, honestly? Yeah, I would. Okay. I'd love doing it. Yeah. I believe you. I'm all about it. I think you would. they would have to change the point system of that. You know what I mean? I, like, yeah. th- you obviously would stand to make triple the amount of medals that you do now if you implement, <laughs> you know, essentially 10 more attacks. So... They would, I, I would, I would imagine they would have to reduce the amount of medals to make it the same. So you get maybe the same amount of medals, but you would just get more attacks. Yeah, I mean, but think about it though. You'd have more more interest in it because right now you get five hits, and most people do them back to back. You know, just five in a, or six in a row if you, if uh-huh. you get a turn. And then you forget about it until the next weekend. So I mean, there's not a lot of interest in capital. And honestly, during the week, I don't even think about it. I just look at Friday and I look down and I see five hits. I go ahead and do them. And then that's it. You totally forget about the rest of it. I think they should allow more more hits. I mean, it would, it would draw more interest. Yeah. Kat, do you agree with that? For me personally, I, I find the number of hits that they give us adequate for myself because, you know, I, I have enough accounts that I have to work my way through to get all the attacks done in a weekend. So for me personally, I, I find it enough. But if there's somebody with like, you know, for some strange reason, they only have one or two accounts. If they want more <laughs> attacks, it might be something that they would want. Yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, from my perspective, that's why I kind of diverted to you, Kat, because I have a million accounts and I find it hard <laughs> just to even get, you know, 20 of my accounts done in a weekend without mm-hmm. enduring the entire weekend, just sitting there doing capital raids. I enjoy capital raids again due to the super miners. It is far more enjoyable. However, it's it's time suck. So I can't, I find myself just making sure that my major accounts, meaning my main and my current 15s and 14s and 13s, they all get their medals so that I can self-donate to myself while my lowers tend to struggle because I just don't have time to fit them in. So while I agree with Ace's idea, for me that it really, it wouldn't work because I, there was no way I would get 15 attacks on 30 something accounts (laughs) in a weekend, but it is a good idea because people do enjoy it. I know, like, you get on and no sooner do you, you know, kind of start up Raid Weekend, people are hitting immediately in every clan I've ever been in. So they like this. They like, you know, they like attacking. And like A said, he enjoys it. So, yeah, I mean, why not? All right. I think both of you came up with some great ideas. I think that Supercell should take heed and find a way to implement Cat Year 3 and Ace Year 3 into the game in some way. Maybe do what they do and tinker with it and make some form of your ideas, but I love all of your ideas. Um, and I agree with all your ideas. I think they would just they would make the game nothing but better. And on that note, I'm going to jump into our final segment of this show, and that is call-outs and shade-outs. Kat, I'm going to start with you. What do you have for call-outs? I'm going to call out Darth Yoda and his team over at SOG. They promoted to Champs 1 this SCCWL, and and I know they've been doing a lot of esports and stuff and and working really hard to develop the skills that they need to to compete at that level, so I'm I'm going to call them out. And I also want to do a a big call-out to my friend Magnus, and he knows why. Okay. All right. That's it. Excellent. Both good call-outs. 
Um, and I echo both of those. Ace, on to you, sir. What do you have for call-outs? Uh, I'm going to echo what Kat said with Sons of Guns. Um, me and Yoda talk very frequently, and he was so excited. They, they had they had already locked it up before they even went into to War 7. That's how much of a lead they had. And uh, just proud of the guys. They, they've worked hard to get where they're at. I want to shout out to, uh, or call out to Trample and uh, the good guys and C2J. I was invited over to uh, Trample's clan to watch the last war. And man, I tell you what, them guys put on a good show. Uh, C2J pulled it off at the end. They, they promoted the Champs 1, but the good guys, they, they put up a good fight. Nothing to hang their heads on on that one. Uh, all of them were in good spirits at the end. So uh, good, good call out to them. And I want to call out uc for having me on tonight and cat for being here great friends love love the time together for sure for sure and uh i'm going to keep my call outs short and sweet i want to thank you both for coming on the show i know i kind of gave you both short notice and you were both gracious enough to accept my invitation to come on and talk about this new town hall that we're getting uh in a couple days so thank you very much for coming on the show and yes sir now to the dirty business of shade outs. Kat, do you have anybody to shade out? I have no- nothing to shade anybody about. What? Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll shade myself up for not having a shade out. Oh, goodness. That's not how it works, Kat. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a, you, you can't commit shade out suicide on my show. <laughs> but that's fair. I mean, maybe it was maybe you had a great and hopefully you did. So there's no cause to shade anybody out. Ace, do you have anybody to throw under the bus via a shade out? Uh, honestly, this week it'll be kind of hard to find anybody. I'm actually in a good mood. I'm actually, well, no, I'm a shade out cat. What? For not bringing Whoa. up. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be a developer for Supercell. Uh-huh. And you come up with three <laughs> ideas and you did not say anything about a multi monolith. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh goodness! I was, I was be, waiting. I mean, quiet. I, was just, I was sitting here just like, okay, she's going to say the monolith. Let's make it a multi. And you never did. So yeah, there's shade for you. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna quote. I think it was Elfold in the CFF server the other day. Where it's like, why would you even put that out in the universe? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, crazy. Well, now I feel bad for my shade out because I was going to shade out cat too. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> you had your chance cat it's a kind of a fun shade out though i i i mean you no harm cat but it's a fun shade out so i have to pick on her um we talked about this in the beginning of the show cat was over in my somewhat mini clan called wizen and Apeka. we brought all of our lowers over there we were kind of we were we were kicking ass to start like the first three wars we were in jeopardy of promoting so cat kind of called it out said uh we need to do something because we we stand to promote, right? And we don't want to promote because that leads to us getting our ass kicked. So we decided, okay, I'm not going to attack. We're, we're not going to attack, right? So I say that having 12 out of our 15 <laughs> accounts in that war. So I held back my, my attacks to kind of purposely lose to keep us, you know, and Kat said, oh, well, I won't attack the next war. It's all good. I won't attack. Okay. So the next war comes and I get on to check just, you know, just for shits and giggles to see what the war match would have been had we decided to attack. And then I see that one person attacked and who would be that be that attacker? It was Cat. Cat <laughs> went ahead and three-starred our opponent 
and put us up three zip right from jump. And I'm like, what what happened? Of course, I had to call her out on Discord and, you know, throw up a picture saying, I thought we weren't attacking. And there's a nice big picture of Cat's three star. And she responded with, oops. Cat, <laughs> oh, do you shit. have anything to say to defend yourself on this one? Your Honor, I, I have no defense. I throw my, my myself on the mercy of the court. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, no, well, you know, in the end, we did wind up demoting. So it all worked out. I wasn't overly concerned about it. I just thought it funny that the night before we talked about it and you said, oh, I'm not going to attack. Don't worry. I, I won't attack tomorrow. And I get on and you're the only one that attacks. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It all worked out in the end. We're back in gold next month, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more fun and some better competition so we can actually attack every single war. <laughs> but we'll see. All right, well, I'm going to end the show on that, and uh, I want to, uh, again, say a big, big thank you to my esteemed colleagues, that my, my quote-unquote panel of experts that I had on the show this evening to help me review Town Hall 16. I hope everybody is happy with the upgrades and has a great upcoming week and stays busy with the game. Uh, until next time, you can follow me on Twitter at Clash Tours. Join the Discords. I'll have the server in the show notes. I hope everyone has a great night.